Welcome to Film Study, an all-American podcast with Lexi. I'm Lexi. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, rate the podcast five stars, all of that good stuff. Uh, Here is the second part to Chanel and I talking about the season five premiere of All American. Hope that you dig it. Let's get into it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Speaking of being a support system for Simone. (laughs) Um... I'm trying to figure out how to intro this. How should I say this? How should I? How should I intro this conversation? Uh, I wanna. I'm gonna do a little something different because usually I like talk about the storyline and then get your thoughts afterwards. What did you think about Simone? Um, Simone and how her storyline was was handled and executed in the episode. I feel like, and I'm trying to take homecoming out of it, mm-hmm. just based on this episode, I feel like they made her seem, she's not the crazy ex-girlfriend, but they made her seem very preoccupied with Jordan, his life, and kind of what's going on with him. Almost like she misses him. Okay, yes, they were together for quite some time. Obviously, there's love there. They broke up. Um, but I, I I, still feel as though her heart had been drifting for a while. His heart had right. been drifting for a while. Like, why are we doing this? It just seemed like a little... <laughs> drifting so, mar- so much that there was like an almost kiss <laughs> between her and David. That's what I'm saying. Oh, but you don't even really want to be with this man. Why are you so pressed? girl like you know let him move on and do whatever the heck well, you want to move on too it's just that your man has i don't know jump ship that that's a whole nother story but but the yeah bears. They just, i feel like they made her the seem very preoccupied <laughs> well, she's telling him intimate details about i'm like i guess it's a, i guess it's an intimate detail <laughs> so yeah i i think that i get it but it was a stretch it was and i it was just she was doing the most and she was doing doing a lot most in the sense that again like like keisha and they actually had some really good lines from keisha about this like i know you're not trying to do this when you have your glass house at bringston uh you know Layla's not responsible for Jordan's feelings, however you may yes. feel. Like they're not it, here's the major she kicker. Nipped they're that, not like, dating. Thing in the bun. They are not dating. Um yeah. and so and so I'll get into so I, I too thought it was interesting and I'll just say I thought that they had her again be there she was doing too much. Uh but essentially she started out this episode <laughs> one of the first glances of her we get is her noticing Jordan looking at Layla, who was talking to Clay. Um, Mm -hmm. The next time we see them, they're all at Slauson's because Keisha is waiting for Cam. And I just, I just love it. I'm finna say these lines. So was just like, Layla and I are long overdue for a chat. (laughs) It was like, 
okay, so here's the thing. I'm not going to sit here and, like, gaslight her like she's not wrong. She's not wrong. She's totally right she's in the not sense wrong? That... But also, she doesn't know that she's not wrong. And I feel like that's my thing. There was never... Wasn't there a, wasn't there a conversation, though, between her and Jordan? And she was like... It, nothing had happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he did say that he lied to her. So that is fair. And I was totally team her when she broke up with him and she was like um mm-hmm. you don't even see it xyz and i was just like you're right because jordan right. is doing too much um mm-hmm. but at that point nothing had happened with jordan and layla even though there were <laughs> clearly feelings there nothing had happened and yeah. um she basically ended that with just being like we're growing apart like maybe who you are and who i am mm-hmm. don't fit anymore she and yes she broke up with him um and so Here's the other reason I brought up this specific line. Layla and I are long overdue for a chat because it's like, you was just here, honey, <laughs> and you ain't have none of this smoke for Layla. You're saying like, now that Layla's not actually there, she's like acting all big and bad type of thing. Literally. <laughs> okay. And and here's the thing, mm-hmm. I was so confused throughout the whole episode because, um, and you know what, we were talking before we started this on like what the line was where she, there was some like, she shaded Layla a little bit and I just realized what the line was mm-hmm. uh, and I'll say, share it in a second, oh. but it, okay. it, it got me that, um, she had all of this smoke, mainly to Keisha. It wasn't to everybody, but like to Keisha to, for Layla and talk about like Layla and I need to have this chat X Y Z, only to get in her face and be like, "Here's your gift." Yeah, <laughs> and not say a that's, word. That's and I think that is my biggest thing. Like, if you want to talk to her, if you want to ask her that question, you have a question that clearly you want to ask her. Ask her the question. <laughs> Lexi said, come correct or don't come at all. Come, come. If you're going to act big and bad, be big and bad. I had to move the Say bike. Say on your chest. <laughs> <laughs> Say what's on your chest. Because it, here's the line. Here's the line. You seen things to Keisha like, oh, I got Layla for, I got Layla for Secret Santa. There's a bag of my leftovers somewhere. I just realized the double meaning behind that line. Oh. <laughs> um... Dang. A double entendre insult? Is that possible? I guess so. It, it was possible because I just know. <laughs> well, I was just like, that, honestly, that went over my head <laughs> until I just reread it. I was like, oh. <laughs> There's the connection. There is the connection. Um, and. You know, so she she had that. She was, you know, she had this conversation with Jordan, who was, you know, trying to get his own little closure, maybe. Um, and he was just asking her about how things were at Brinkston and was just like, oh, are you and Damon? How, how are you and Damon? Did you figure out your... What did, did he... Yeah, what did he ask her specifically? He did you figure out your said, friendship? Is that what he said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he said, like, did you figure out, like, get your get your friendship back on track? Like, something along those lines. It was literally, like... Yeah. Did you? And, and, and she took me, it the wrong way. 
she took it the wrong way. Well, and for me, that was like Jordan trying to be like, oh, yeah, like you and Damon are together because about to tell you that I just moved on. Okay. <laughs> like okay. he was just like. So, okay. So you took it as, as the same, in the same way yeah. that she did, like insinuating that, oh, you know, you're with this guy. How's it going type of thing. Yeah, but it wasn't even like, oh, you're with it. Like, I feel like she took it as like, you're with Damon, which I don't think he meant it that way. I think he was just like genuinely right. like, oh, are you and like Damon? Like, we're not together and da da da. I just want to hear how you've, how you've been, but also like knowing that you've moved on because I'm about to tell you that I moved on. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he's completely moved on and, and that shows just because, like you said, I feel as though his approach was very genuine. He was really just like conversational about uh, yeah. conversational about everything, and I I didn't feel as though anything had like a double meaning or he meant right, it same. as a slap I, in the I, face. Yeah, I feel like he was genuinely asking, and and then she walked mm-hmm. away annoyed and frustrated. And she he was kind of just like, hurt. yeah, he you could see that him leaving that conversation was just like. Oh. Yeah. I didn't mean it like that. Um, but right. so she went from that hurt conversation to then go talk to Layla. Um mm-hmm. and as we said, had all this smoke <laughs> only to get in her it face and be like, Oh, I got you this. And, oh, here's the thing. Hold on. <laughs> Let's pause for a second. Because you had like these super thoughtful gifts. If you're, if you feel about like feel about somebody some type of way, first of all, it is a secret Santa gift. You can get them. No offense to anybody, but you could really get somebody at the bottom of the barrel type of gift. These are and she she alluded to that right. Gifts. She I got a I got a bag of leftovers somewhere. That's what she alluded to. That's what she and she didn't do none of that because she gave her a really thoughtful gift the CDs and whatnot that way she could put up in her office because and she acknowledged the fact like you know you a bad bitch and right. you should have this in your office and I'm like wow look at the maturity and then of course when she got her gift and it was the number six in the bears see I thought she was mute for a particular reason I thought she was like so touched by the gift and like wow like this girl really showed Me out too. when I first watched like watched this and saw that moment I was just like and here's the thing Layla Typically, we know, like, Layla gives good gifts. That's been something that's a part of her character for for a while. Um, But it was really, like, and as we get to, we'll get to, like, Layla's end of this and Layla's storyline and everything. Mm -hmm. But it was, just like Simone's gift was thoughtful, Layla's gift was thoughtful. Like, she put thought into that. Number six? How am I going to sit here and remember that you got picked number six? I don't care enough, right? But, and just you know, some, her charm bracelet, her charm bracelet, something that is like always she always has on. She's a tennis player, player has a tennis tennis bracelet, um, and yeah, gets her the number six because you made because you made the top six. <laughs> ain't ain't nobody else on this show acknowledging that. Ain't nobody else. <laughs> nobody. Nobody because said, when she said a that, word. I, was like, I don't even know. Literally, nobody said a word about that. Um, except for Layla. And then she's just like, and, you know, I know that the bears, and here's the kicker, 
I know that bears are something special between you and Shay. Now, at the time when I heard, obviously we didn't know until after the fact what was mm-hmm. the, the bears thing, but like right. I know bears are something that you and baby Shay uh, really connect on. So I wanted you to get that. So you, so you always have him with you. I literally was watching this thing like I need to start taking some notes because these gifts are fantastic. Gifting is Mature. not my love language. How can I be better? Right. And then well, this and girl like, took this nice wholesome alone. story. <laughs> it does, and it's like this after girl took the, this night after the gift, after the gift that was so thoughtful, and Layla really being like, "Wow, I need like I actually needed this reminder." And you see, I don't know, and maybe it's because obviously, like, Liv, Layla, Laura, like, those are my characters. I <laughs> said this at the end of the last season, but, like, Liv has always been number one, but Lay- Layla, it's, got, it's been, like, a 1A, 1B type situation for Liv and Layla right now. And so I'm going I'm to defend Liv, and I'm going to defend Layla! And so I'm just, like... <laughs> You really got to be real hurt and petty and like the mental gymnastics have to be gymnastics thing for you to jump from, wow, this is such a good story to, wow, he over here talking about how my back and saying this and this and this and telling my private story. Literally. And then after seeing, and even again, like, so in the midst of all of the questions she had that she did not ask her face to face, the question that she had, right? And, you know, knowing that she got her this thoughtful gift, knowing that, you know, this girl is not like she's not trying to put up a front with you or she's not trying to be like Layla was not trying to be fake at all. Like she was her normal self. And you could tell she's a little bit different from her normal self. Like she's a little bit like I I feel like she could tell that she was a little bit nervous to be around her and she's being vulnerable, Mm -hmm. being like, Mm -hmm. oh, I really actually needed to hear that. Uh, and so I was just like, okay, this is the moment where it's humanize not 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 humanize, but you know what I mean. It's humanizing. It's like making Simone realize, like, oh yeah, like this is not just like this girl that I think Jordan's like messy with, right? Or like it literally is like someone that I I've known, um, and have right, and that I consider a friend, right, right, right. Um, <laughs> go to Keisha. And be like, yeah. But but to be fair, it's one of my favorite lines. But to be fair, to go to Keisha and be like, I didn't tell anyone but Jordan, and like all of his bears have been from me. He's sharing my personal stories, my private memories with her. Her. With her, <laughs> uh, she don't even got a name anymore. It's just her. It's just her. It's a toddler, a mother, and an inanimate object. Children love bears. It's not that personal. But like also, she could have guessed. I mean, it's not that serious. But the the other funny thing about that too is like all the bears have been from me. And I'm like, and they still still are because this is not this is not Baby Shay's bear. It's your bear. And 
it's like again she is right so i don't want to like that honestly she's she's right and wrong because they really haven't mm-hmm. they're in the same spot uh but imagine like i don't it's like hasn't occurred to her that maybe she's wrong and what if like <laughs> she, it, it just has not occurred to her what if i'm wrong and what if he yeah. just told her this as a friend because they've been friends their entire not best friends they have mm-hmm. not been best friends but they've been friends their entire life and what if like she just asked him what if he told olivia who told layla like i don't know there's so many other <laughs> okay I, I see what you're saying it could have gone through the grapevine type of thing it, it didn't necessarily have to be in one one connection right here's the thing though i mean yeah she's still right though she is right, but it's just like that's it's that, that, that she she's doesn't. Right. That's exactly how it happens. She doesn't. <laughs> I think it's just that she yeah. doesn't. There's know no other option right. for her. There's no other option, yeah. and this no other option is to our point. Like you got her this thoughtful gift. Clearly, you care about her, but obviously, like there's still these unresolved feelings and this unresolved conversation that you want to have. Um, that you keep saying that you got the smoke for. Mm-hmm. And when so it comes down to it, you don't got the smoke. Yeah, no. So just say it with your chest, or don't say it at all. That's right. That's oh, the that's energy. I'm going with. <laughs> but anyway, that was that was Simone, and she it it was this little sad. I feel like is melancholy. Maybe it was a melancholic moment, um, where she looks across the room at. All of the all American people, Layla, Jordan, Spencer, live, and it's just like the one sad last look at the room for being like, "Bye." You know that gif with the with the little black boy? He like turns and there's like a tear. Right. That's what it was. <laughs> That's what it was. So it was uh, it it, it was sad because there was like a finality to that moment, but as we know, there was not actually a finality because she had a conversation with Jordan later on in the homecoming episode and the streets are saying Oops. I'm not even gonna say what the streets are saying, but I'm gonna say this. Simone and Layla saying? have not had, had Simone and Layla have not had a conversation yet, clearly. Uh, we thought this conversation was gonna be in this episode, but it wasn't. So they still okay. Yeah. Bad boy lover is coming. Yeah. yeah. Um so I see it happening. It's gonna I, I have strong I have a strong feeling it's gonna happen soon. Um but yeah, so that was that was that. Speaking of uh Layla though, uh I'm tired of Clay. I'm tired of Play Doh. I <laughs> do not want this storyline to extend past four episodes, if I'm being honest. You are a grown man who is upset that an 18 year old and we won't even talk about the dynamics of that who you hit on at prom an 18 year old who you hit at her at her high school prom you were upset even though she told you from the jump what it was that she did not want to be with you and now you're (laughs) talking to her talking about you got daddy issues and uh, I'm still your artist. You're you're coming into her studio unannounced. Um, <clears throat> get over it, Clay. Yeah. 
I can't get over the fact that you said Play-Doh. That's a really great, that's a great name. <laughs> I like that. Play-Doh. But yeah, he pressed, he, uh, he was so petty. Oh my goodness. You're swimming with the big so fish now. Like, petty. Smack you. <laughs> so petty. This same mess, that type of situation, is going on at House of, House of the Dragon. I almost said House of Dragon. But, Ooh, know. I'm watching through Game of Thrones. This Game is an aside. I'm watching through Game of Thrones right now so I can watch House of the Dragon. Whew. Yeah. My bad. I be retweeting and posting. No, 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 no. no you're good movies. because it's a prequel, right? So it's okay. not. Yeah, yeah. And plus, I know how good right, right, I'm right. watching it for oh. the first time, but I know how it ends. But I know how it ends. Okay. I know how it ends. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. So you're good. You're good. Okay, okay. Okay. It's a prequel, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, there's spoilers? I don't know. No, you're good. You're good. Kind of. Anyway. But yeah. Um, so yeah. what did you, Play you, you just like, it just reminds you of House of the Dragons and you're like, you need to chill. <laughs> Yeah, that dynamic of what you just said of like, look, you you know, you knew what this was. Don't switch up now. And some men can't take that. So, yeah. Yeah. Situation. So it'll be interesting to see how she handles this. Um, She was she was uh, ranting to live. I very much enjoyed this scene. (laughs) Ranting to live about Clay. I uh, can't stand him. I want to want to pop him. It was just like you could stand up pretty well last summer. <laughs> and she was like, I- "I'm kidding. I'm kidding." Layla was like, "Please." Uh, and they had this whole conversation really because <laughs> quickly, quickly, you know, uh, she got off the clay conversation. She was just like, "Oh, did you know that Simone is back for Christmas?" <laughs> Just hot shit. Let's not talk about this anymore. <laughs> Subject change. Uh, let me see if I can get some tea. Let me see if I can get some tea from Liv about about Simone being back. Uh, and Liv was just like, "Oh wow, did did Jordan just completely oblivious, right? Did Jordan see? <laughs> well, we're still we're still her friends, Layla. Like." <laughs> Layla like choking on her coffee, be like, yeah, right. <laughs> right. right, yes, yes. That was a great moment between the two of them. It she was, was like, so you, good. What you talking about? Who, who literally do what with? <laughs> right, and Liv goes, she's just like, oh yeah, you just need to be honest enough. Like for play, she's like, who? <laughs> play. No, because listen, I love Liv, but Liv was dumb. I'm sorry. If you can't notice, like, <laughs> Layla was being a little bit too obvious in that in that scene, and it was like Liv, you're like I feel like right Olivia there. has her own mess going on. She can't she even. She does, see what's but it's her. like I don't. It, I, I you're correct. You're correct, and she's had her own mess going on since since last season. But it just it astounds me that we've gone this many episodes and not a soul <laughs> not a solitary singular soul <laughs> has come out to say anything has they're gonna find out eventually they're I mean, going to find out eventually and they're not even hiding it they wanted to kiss in front of the middle mistletoe i was like where is everybody well you know we're not at the party <laughs> you're like y'all still at a party did you know that right you guys are in public 
Right. Okay. Which I will, I will say this. I will say this. Two, uh, Jordan and Layla were not doing anything visibly in front of Simone that she could, she could see. She just felt it. She just felt it. Yeah. Um, women's intuition, you know. Women's intuition. X XGF intuition. Uh, so anyway, speaking of speaking of um, her, speaking of Layla's boo future boo jordan jordan was cleared to play uh football again but he was a little bit worried about it we'll get into the conversation he had with layla but he was worried about it mm. um and so he got a second opinion essentially it looked like he did not like he wanted to spend more time in physical therapy uh but the coach sort of just like ran and didn't really give him a voice to say like wait i i kind of want to take more time so what did you think about that that is like your typical scenario. Anytime you have a main character or a character wanting to tell somebody else something and That's they true. just, I don't listen to anything. I'm going to say what I want to say first. It's like, oh, shoot. Can you guys just, because right. for once in Jordan's life, for the first time, it, for the first time in forever, he <laughs> is actually heeding advice. <laughs> um, my first song of the season taking his time <laughs> see you see <laughs> that's how they get you <laughs> now they got you saying <laughs> you say you didn't want any more arts you lied I know listen <laughs> I was talking about the show not for myself listen the audience knows I will randomly break out into song on this podcast <laughs> couldn't resist <laughs> I love it but he for the first time is uh wanting to take things slow, not rush back into sports, but to actually heed the advice of his doctors and, you know, uh, just be careful. And here you go. You got this coach who's like, oh, we don't want to hear none of that. Like, you, we're so happy to have you back. And I'm like, oh, my God. Well, so one of two things is going to happen, right? Either he's going to go back out on this field and either re-injure himself, one, or two, be in this state where he doesn't trust his body fully, he doesn't play at his potential, or he's going to have to have a sit down with his coach and be like, by the way, I'm not ready to go back out there. So, you know, figure it out. Yeah. And we'll have, we'll, depending on how it goes, we'll see the repercussions of both. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good, yeah, we got to revisit that when we get to get to predictions, but I agree. I agree. I can see all three of those options. Um, but to your point, he did, like, we saw a more mature version of Jordan in the sense that, you know, when we, when I first started this podcast, <laughs> when we first had this conversation, Jordan was coming out you. of hiding the mm-hmm. fact that Jordan he was cheated a, damn a concussion. <laughs> right. Yep. Hiding the fact Very that cool. he was in a concussion protocol. Um, and... I thought the writers really paralleled this nicely because for the fact that Jordan essentially told no one that he was cheating this concussion protocol and also like no one, including his wife. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jamone fans. I'm sorry. Jamone fans. His wife at the time that he, and that was like a source of tension. We talked about this. Like that was a source of tension between the two of them is that he did not tell her and you see 
him having this like very careful deliberate conscious conversation with Layla about oh you know what I'm like I'm cleared but I don't know if I want to um I I don't know if I'm ready uh and she has this Mm -hmm. great piece of advice about like listening to her older and wiser selves and 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 making a decision and him making his decision based on how he feels like with his body uh and they had that cute little moment they had so many cute moments in this two cute moments in this episode he was just like oh you're starting to sound like a supportive girlfriend (laughs) and she was like i'm starting to sound like a supportive friend (laughs) i thought they were low-key dating so like to find out in the episode that they weren't i was like oh Okay, well, it look, because look, they sweet. they over here cheesing and smiling and <laughs> choking on coffee and yeah. having stares across the room. So they're they're definitely in bliss. Yeah. They're definitely in bliss. Yeah. That's what I'll say. They're done for. Um, it's like that tension before they get together. Yeah, it's 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 teasing season, as Jordan put mm-hmm. it last season. Um, so yeah, so they're talking she's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm starting to I'm support a friend. She asks him if he's okay with Simone being back. She doesn't want it to be messy, blah, 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 blah. And he's just like, oh, why would it be messy though? <laughs> and then the, it seems like this is the first time that this kiss has been brought up. He was just like, just because, you know, we had that one pretty amazing, we don't talk about it kiss. So they obviously have not talked about the kiss yet. Um, right. and you know, it's, it's just, we, we get this next scene with them sort of under the mistletoe and it, again, they talk about the kiss and she's like, Oh, you, the last time we kissed. And she's like, Oh, the only time, <laughs> the only time that we kissed. Um, and so they really have not had a conversation about where they are, but he has this moment where he's just like, Oh, you know what? Like I'm patient after after teasing her under the mistletoe right she was about to kiss him um but he was just mm-hmm. like you're gonna have to kiss me and i'm patient um because i'm enjoying doing whatever it is we're doing and said good night like left her stumped cute. left her stumped in the in the little doorway <laughs> you gotta leave him wanting more you know you do, you do. And he looks at it. He did say you can't resist me forever. So he's going to have some fun with this. And I was just like, Layla, stand up. Stand up. <laughs> I hope whoever edits this adds like the little gifts in there. The right it's me. I'll add, it. I'll add the gift. I'll add the gift. <laughs> add, that, add that little video clip. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. <laughs> That, that was honest. That was a great time this year. Um, yeah. So that was that. And then the big one, the big one, the big one. Spencer and Liv. Um, so we, did, we 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 alluded to this earlier, but uh, they talk yeah. about Liv and Sp- Spencer's awkward situation at the beginning with, with Keisha, Cam, and Simone. And um, <laughs> Coop, I, I wanted to add this. Coop and Spencer did have this cute moment uh, funny moment where Spencer was taking Coop back to the the baker's house because you know they all live together still, and she was just like, "Oh, I've been walking myself home for ages or whatever," and, and you walking with me now that I live in Beverly Hills, and he was just like, "Well, I I trust um like I trust Beverly Hills more than I trust like this this place or whatever, or I know I trust Crenshaw more than I trust like this rich Crenshaw. this rich area." 
Right. And he was just like, he said this line, he was just like, my place is in the hood. And I'm like, sir, <laughs> you live in a beach house, which looks to be <laughs> like Malibu or something. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about my place is in the hood. Roots, though. I, don't, I don't trust the, I don't it's trust the community. <laughs> community nah <laughs> just putting on up front now i'm kidding um so he and he was just talking to coop about his situation with Liv, and he was just like oh i like that we're in this limbo situation because at least it's like we're still a we um and Bahamas. you know then we have several scenes of coop going to talk to Liv, which we again we alluded to but he's just like she's like she tells Liv's family stand up for each other protect each other um and like, you know, it seems like you're doing this article and no one else matters. And if you don't want to be with Spencer, just rip the bandaid off because it's hurting the both of you. You know, she comes later at the mm-hmm. Christmas party and she like shows a picture of them hugging, which they had. Spencer and Liv had several close moments. And <laughs> Spencer and Olivia do angst so well, because when he showed up yeah. to the door and they had that conversation, he was like trying to invite her to the party it was just like Spencer and <laughs> like there's just something so so them about those moments and then again on the steps when he hugs her after she gives him the gift with the with the laces of his like mm-hmm. the stats on his laces which by the way was an insane gift all like like again the girls and Asher, even Asher's gift. The girls and Asher pen. came through with the thoughtful, like deliberate gifts, and I was here for it. So let me tell you something. I ain't never that. I loved it. I loved all of me them. Too. All yeah, the gifts. Loved all of them, and the, and I feel like the the stats were. I know that Liv is this way, but I love that the writers included that because I think a lot of fans at the end of last season had a bit of recency bias mm-hmm. and how much like Liv cares about Spencer's career. And so I love that they had her do that because I was just like, good people can stop saying that she doesn't care about Spencer's career. Gotcha. Um, and as well as it being a thoughtful gift. Um, but yeah, so they just hugged and you know they 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 missed each other and they wanted to be in each other's spaces and we saw that from the beginning of the episode all the way through throughout the episode um and so after that hug coop comes back up to live and you know is quoting like oh love blah 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 blah, blah. this is what love looks like and doesn't get her a gift and this is where i say that's why i can't call coop mature because doesn't literally gets live nothing (laughs) But a picture. I don't think. Well, she got her nothing. She literally said, "Oh, I didn't know what to get you." <laughs> then, I also think Coop, Coop is not on money. You know, maybe she's broke or something, and she was like, no. "Well, no, she's working for Laura." Oh wait, it's an unpaid internship, but still, like, it, say, it doesn't even have to be. It doesn't even have to be expensive to be thoughtful but it was literally like coop came with this and i i said this in the trailer review i was already on coop's behind because i was just like she's Mm. doing too much to my girl Liv. like she needs to mind her business which Liv tried to tell her 
Um, and people were just like, oh no, she's just looking out for Spencer. This gift scene, she I feel like she was already doing too much, but this gift scene took it to a whole nother level because then it's just like, you're now essentially like harassing and humiliating her because mm. of this article thing. Like you're literally like, obviously especially that hug like that was such a painful moment for the both of them and you know that they're both sort of trying their best to understand where they are right now and mm-hmm. you take a picture of that moment or just like i didn't get you a gift look at him love is blah 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 and it's just like bro we don't <laughs> who needs that like who needs that i just i i get it i get what you're saying I hear your point. I also agree with Coop, though, just because for me, mm-hmm. it's crazy to think how Olivia and Spencer haven't spoken to each other in six weeks. I'm sorry. That was if weird. If I have a man and I haven't. Six weeks? Oh, they're like, oh, you should call her. What do you mean, should call? Like, you were, guys were practically living together in some like instances and to find out that um, a month and a half absolutely not so like (laughs) yes yeah like so yes Coop did go over the top with it but at the same time I was just fed up I'm like y'all need to communicate because what what is this this is not y'all this is stupid I agree, and I think that that was... I just think that that was for... No, 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 because I, like, completely agree with your point because that two months thing mm. was crazy without them having talked. Um, and literally Liv being like, oh, we haven't seen each other on campus, and Spencer being like, I saw you. <laughs> yeah, he's been... And you know he don't take it to the extreme. Like, exactly. Uh, searching after this girl. <laughs> looking... Right. He's so intense all the time. Um... <sighs> Which was why it was so funny that they were like, oh, you're throwing a party? We skipped over that, but that was also a funny, funny yeah. end of the show. Um, so that was crazy, but I just wanted Spencer and Liv to figure it out. And I let me be clear. I didn't ha- necessarily have a problem with how Coop came in the beginning. Like, you know, what, you know. And I feel like even Liv understood. Like, I get it. You're protective of Spencer. But I feel like once mm-hmm. Liv was just like, this is our business and we're trying to deal with it. And then when you see them Mm -hmm. talking, like that's your sign to like, okay, I can, I can pull back because then she even had that lunch. And yeah, yeah, exit stage left. Like don't take a picture of them when they're in a clearly painful moment for the both of them. And then come and essentially like taunt live about that. Uh, Like Mm. two, like, five minutes later or whatever it is and i'm just like Mm -hmm. i was there not enough i was like yup because this is stupid (laughs) it was and it was but it was just like i I don't know it's just like you already i felt like they were already taking steps to correct their communication at that moment and it was just like we don't need you to continue to try to correct our communication for ourselves like they were already talking i guess is my point you're like nah i'm still with coop i'm i'm still with coop but i guess for me i i was just like 
let's speed this up. How y'all yeah. already dragged uh, dragged it out for six weeks? We can't do another six, so we need to figure <laughs> out what the heck this is now. Yeah. yeah. And to be fair, they so figured that's out what it was for me. They figured out no, and I they and they did they figured out what it was uh, between them. And they figured out that they're on two different pages. Two different. That's what they figured ones. out. Yeah. What I tell you, so life, what? I okay, are you gonna say? Are we ha- Yeah, are we here? Because I'll tell you yeah, my reaction in with, a second. With- <laughs> when Liz said, I want to stay together, I want to break up. I was like, what? I literally out loud, I was like, oh! Like, was not expecting that um, from him. I, but then, of course, he starts talking, and then you get the, ah, oh, here's Spencer go, of course. It's not like the, it's not like the, I want to break up because, you know, this just isn't working out. It's the, I love you too much to hold you back. And I'm like, ah, oh, here we go. With the, Spencer, <laughs> You're tired Spencer of Spencer can't just, is, That's fair. Listen, hold on. Spencer this is my can't favorite. just act like a normal teenager. You have teenager. a joy. You have a joy, and, like, your, that joy dims just a little just a little bit when you're around me. I'm like, yo, Here's why I like, me. I I think it was too much, and I'm like, I'm the dispenser, the Spencer speeches are a little too much, but I actually did like the, uh, not the content, but like the, just the theme of his thing, and he was just like, oh, I saw you, I saw you happy, and I saw you engaged, and like, I think, I want to give you the space, like, I would have rather, he, but this is Spencer James we're talking about, so I would have rather he'd been like, I want to give you the space, which is essentially what he said to like pursue your dreams. But he was just like, oh, you know, I've been watching you on campus. And like, when you told me that, like you hadn't seen me in weeks, I saw you for weeks <laughs> and like your joy, bro. even with Keisha and damn rabbit. Like, it's just, so funny. <laughs> I get it. A, it's a part, just a little bit. It's, <laughs> it's a part of like the adolescent young adult, like, oh my gosh, he loves me so much that, you know, he doesn't want to hold me back and whatnot. But I'm just like, me as a person, just personally, I'm just like, oh my God, this is so unrealistic. These, these ninjas, these men are not out here like this. You can say it, you can say it, right? These niggas ain't out here like this. (laughs) We need to stop lying to people. (laughs) We need to stop lying to the masses. Girl. These men are fabricated. They're fictional. And this is obviously very done up. But I'm like, all right, you I'll listen. You know the oh, cheesiest line I thought there was is when... <sighs> oh, no, I'm just saying, the cheesiest line I thought about was when Liv said... Uh, it wasn't even Spencer's speech. It was when Liv said, this is not the end of our story. Like, I was just like... Ugh. Uh, I was just like the Spencer James speech I can excuse because that's always Spencer James but like Liv you don't be having cheesy lines like this and now you're talking about something like this not the end of our story <laughs> which you it's not like we know they're in game they're, we know we they're in game and I love that and I love that it's you know not the end of our story she's a journalist I get it but it still was like yeah cheese <laughs> It, it was it was interesting because uh, 
he just gave this very heartfelt, you know, monologue. And she's there, she's crying. And then very, very quickly, she was like, I think I should go. I'm like, girl, you ain't gonna say nothing back. Like, you, I thought well, you loved actually, this Actually, I think I was okay with that only, <laughs> obviously, because I'm living now. I was okay with that. No, but I feel like she was so in shock. Like, she was, if he hadn't done Fair his enough. little speech, like, she would have been pissed. I guess, um, yeah, I guess I expected more, like, boohoo crying. Yeah, but I think I I really think that she was like in shock. And as we talked about, like they haven't talked for six weeks, two months, whatever. Um, And so she's just like, we're finally like talking about it, and we're finally like coming to a decision. And after all this craziness with Coop, yes, I'm still dragging Coop uh, (laughs) throughout the day. uh, She's just like, yeah, like. Like, Coop is right, whatever, we're being we're being dumb or some whatever. And then for him to be like, Oh yeah, I think we should break up when she's just like, Bro, I love you. and she did I think she like one of the first things she's just like, I love you, I don't want to break up because I love you. Um, but mm. you and I, and you in particular and I agreed, said something when we ended our finale review a couple months ago. And Yeah, I was, I was like, What? Like love isn't enough or whatever. Yeah. Is that what I have to and you like, what did I, I know? You <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you know. that was the old me. <laughs> I, I'm shocked by it, but at the same time, I think it's honestly the best decision for them to break up. Yeah, me too. Because once this story hits and this girl blows up his entire life, well, it's probably best if we broken up. I don't know. They released a, he, they released a little synopsis that he might help her. This man can't like. I'm done. He's so I'm sprung, done. but okay. He is. He is. He is. <laughs> we love down bad men, right? Jordan being like, "You're starting to sound like a supportive <laughs> girlfriend." Spencer being like, "I watched you on campus." It's like you love it at the same time. It's like, oh my god, y'all killing me. <laughs> No, but it, so real. it will be interesting. It will be interesting <laughs> to see where they go from here. Um, mm-hmm. This is a good point to get to the predictions. Thanks for listening to Film Studying All American Podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode.